Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. Five, four, three, two, one. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. A confirmed attack is taking place against the United States. Aliens from an unknown location have been reported in multiple states. We are controlling transmission. There is another world that awaits, far beyond what we can see and feel. A place that's anything but ordinary. What you believe might not be. Step into the zone of the best unknown. UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracies and cover-ups. And to the paranormal we go. From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest between the paranormal and abnormal, it's good to be with you once again, friends, tonight as we navigate some troubled waters on the program. You know, much of what we discuss from time to time, as we've uh, said, is ahead of its time. It's usually censored out of the mainstream. It's usually kept from the individuals who need the information the most because it doesn't agree with the uh, the consensus. Well, we go against the consensus on this program. Uh, maybe you've gathered that from time to time, but it is. Uh, I, I well, I, I'll take the pat on the back, but really, when we discuss things on this program, and then it comes to be. Uh, I just, I really just have a laugh about it. Uh, that's the only thing I can do. You know, it's not a victory party. We don't do a dance. I'm not getting a bonus from someone up in management. I don't know who that person is. If there's somebody up there in management, please let me know uh, because I would ask for a pay raise. <laughs> but from time to time, much of what we discuss on this program comes back around again and again. And again, because let's face it, the troubles that we face, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere anytime soon either. Now, of course, we could do a show all about the the positive things in life. We could talk about fairies and rainbows and pixie dust and unicorns and Ferris wheels and merry-go-rounds. And paint the picture that all is well in the world. But, of course, that is not the truth. That's nowhere near the reality in which we live. So we have to get real with ourselves. You know, there are several existential threats that we're facing right now all at the same time. And I I hate to tell you, friends... This is going to result in the deaths of potentially millions of Americans. I'm, I'm not going to mince my words. I'm not going to use the word seemingly, allegedly, could be. These threats in which we discuss on the program have the ability to take millions of lives. Will cooler heads prevail? Will we not get that far? Will we be able to move the doomsday clock in the opposite direction instead of closer to midnight? We're further away from midnight. That re- remains to be seen. But from 
things like war to the threat of nuclear weapons. And now we're hearing about space-based weapons that are nuclear. Talk of a deadly pandemic that just won't go away. I mean, the, the daily headlines really paint a grim, grim future for humanity. And they may even set the stage for the end of days as we know it. Now, before you uh, start rolling your eyes, let me just tell you this. I've never been a fan of the world is going to end on this day. Many people thought it was it was Y2K when the world was going to end. I thought that was completely overblown. We've had, uh, you know, pastors and preachers and men of God all throughout the years who have claimed that they've received this information from a higher power, and this will be the day. Uh, sadly, many individuals have taken that uh, warning and have done something that is irreversible based on someone giving a false prophecy. No, I actually realize that this is a process. It is a whittling down of sorts. It happens over time. It's end times, not end time. Just look around, though. Just look around. There's, there's all sorts of signs. And one of them that has Bible scholars prophesizing that the world is either in the end times or rapidly approaching is the ramped up tensions in the Middle East. Right now, it's between Israel and Hamas. But we've also got the rise of the Islamic State. We've got other bad actors as well. Bible experts will point to some of the battles that have been described in Scripture as clashes that have not yet taken place ahead of their times. Maybe we're not reading something that has already taken place. Maybe we're reading something that is still to come. And that could be over in the Middle East, hopefully not on our shores, within our border. And really, I hope we're not even involved. But we've got our, our hands in too many cookie jars. I don't see why we would not be involved. Israel's reemergence has been compared to what is mentioned in the Old and New Testament with predictions that Israel would once again emerge at some point in the future. But the uh, threats among all sorts of foreign powers are intensifying. It is not just what's happening in the Middle East, friends. North Korea's Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un has drawn a red line at sea, threatening to fire upon any South Korean vessel that even barely crosses that line, saying that uh, they will thoroughly defend maritime sovereignty by force of arms and actions, not by any rhetoric statement and public notice. Without warning, the bow of your ship touches into our waters we're going to take actions. He has told uh, military officials, be prepared for a strike against any South Korean ship that enters North Korean waters, while at the same time overseeing the test launch of a new surface-to-air missile. You know, I mentioned about the U.S. getting involved. Well, U.S. forces have shot down Iran-backed Houthi drones after the terror group filed four, uh, fired rather four anti-ship ballistic missiles. Angry about the Biden administration's redesignation as a terrorist group, cutting off its uh, financing. So they respond, and so does the U.S. in kind. But China could actually pose the greatest threat to the world militarily, and they are ramping up their ability to unleash their full might on the West. 60 Minutes is reporting that the number of migrants from China that are crossing our southern border is 50 times higher over the past couple of years. A very large proportion of them are Chinese males of military age. Put this in perspective. Tens of thousands of military-aged men 
coming across our border who are now in America. We're talking about terrorists and state actors, members of the People's Liberation Army of China, who are training, making plans, obtaining weapons, watching us, learning just how vulnerable we are. In fact, a retired Air Force general telling CBS that we are vulnerable to attack and our enemies are eagerly waiting, Uh, I guess waiting for that uh, day and time to come. The Kremlin have also uh, threatened to fire nuclear missiles on London and Washington, Berlin, and Kiev if Russia is forced to uh, give up the Ukrainian territory that it has invaded over the past two years. Actually, uh, two years as of this weekend. Russia developing uh, space-based nuclear weapons to target U.S. satellites. Although it's uh, not yet operational, it could put the U.S.'s vital network of satellites in danger. There's major national, uh, major security concerns with that. And on the pandemic front, you know, we've already been told that a hypothetical deadly disease that will be way worse than COVID is heading our way. The World Health Organization has made yet another warning of impending disease X outbreak with its directing telling world leaders that it is a matter of when, not if. We told you about what he said in Davos and then in Dubai last week, said the previous predictions came to fruition in the form of the 2020 coronavirus pandemic. Imagine that. And now the director of the World Health Organization believes a new pandemic for which the international community is not prepared is on the horizon. CDC has confirmed the spread of an unknown outbreak on a cruise ship that spread. We've got the uh, first ever death from Alaska pox. That happened uh, up in Alaska. It's unclear how. The man got the virus, comes from the same genus as smallpox and monkeypox, first death. Here in Oregon, we've got bubonic plague, first case in eight years. Apparently, it came from a cat. And oh, by the way, the U.S. is spending $1 million of your money to fund experiments on the bird flu. In uh, collaboration, by the way, with Chinese scientists. I mean, where have we ever heard such a preposterous possibility ever before? I'm, I'm, of course, being facetious here. I'm being sarcastic. We've heard it many times. And a man by the name of Anthony Fauci deserves to be in a prison prison cell with a jumpsuit on. And there are others as well. All of that playing out right now within our border and uh, in other countries as well. And as I said, let's hope it uh, it doesn't make its way to our border because uh, the U.S. is strong. But uh, are we that strong? I don't want to mess around and find out. We'll tell you about our guest when we come back. Jeremy Scott, this is Into the Paranormal. These are troubled waters in which we are navigating. As evidenced by what we've heard so far on the program. And we welcome for the first time now Terry James, a biblical prophecy expert, frequent lecturer on the study of end-time phenomena, and author of several books such as Rapture Ready or Not, 15 Reasons This is the Generation That Will Be Left Behind, and the disappearing future events that will rock the world, uh, among many others that you can find at terryjamesprophecyline.com or his website with um, all sorts of end times headlines, raptureready.com. Good to have you here, Terry. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeremy. Nice to be with you. Absolutely. So these are pretty dire times, 
uh, from everything that we've heard so far and everything we will continue to hear through the course of this program. But a lot of what we see in current events uh, have actually been foretold, some would say, in Bible prophecy. Well, I would say that, yes, because I believe that that's the only truth there is, is found in the Bible. And so, yeah, that, that would be my perspective. And so how long have you been looking at, uh, you know, these these prophetic mentions uh, through the texts and applying them to what's happening uh, in today's uh, rocky world? Well, I've been at it most of my life as far as, um, as I told you prior, I'm, I'm 81 now, so I've been at it a long time. And uh, I'd say really into it full time, I would say the last 40 years or so. And... Uh, and uh, I've, I've written, uh, written or co-written with, under my name. They've been my my books. Uh, Forty, I think it's forty-seven. And the only reason I know that is because people keep asking me, so I finally counted them. <laughs> and uh, forty-seven books in Bible prophecy. And so you cover all sorts of uh, subjects, then. Yeah, well, everything to do with Bible prophecy, eschatology, in other words, the study of end things, end time things. Yeah. Uh, we we cover you know just look at world world conditions and see what's happening. How do they line up with what God's word said about the what the secular world would call the end of days? And uh, of course, it's just end times, the uh, last days, uh, last days of what we would call the church age or age of grace. So, how does it specifically apply to uh, today's uh, age? Well, I think that we see things rolling out. I mean, uh, the main, the key thing is that. Uh, the nation Israel is in the very center of all controversy right now, just as God's word said it would be in Zechariah chapter 12. said, Jerusalem and Israel become a burdensome stone and a cup of trembling to the whole world, the prophet Zechariah said, as recorded in chapter 12. And that's exactly where we are. Israel is at the, is a very, at the very center of uh, the fear of nuclear war igniting, uh, for example, in the Middle East uh, with uh, Iran, uh, Ancient Persia, the area of ancient Persia, Persia, Iran, uh, threatening to uh, uh, attack Israel if they are if they develop a, uh, a nuclear weapon capable of doing it, and a lot of people say they have. And Israel has vowed that uh, Netanyahu has vowed that they will not get a, a weapon that they can that uh, that Iran can attack Israel with. So here we go. We're, you know, it's, we're right at the end of uh, the age. We believe. The end of the age, is there a time period? The end of the age is, um, there. the Bible gives dispensations of ages. And you have the age of the antediluvians, or the uh, Noah, Noahic age, and you, you came on, come on down, you, you have various ages, the ages of um, the Old Testament, New Testament, and what we call the church age, or age of grace, is the very last one. That's one that started 2,000 years ago when Jesus Christ died for the sins of mankind, and uh, and he said he was going to, before he died, he said he was going to build a church, and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. And so we've been in that church age since the time of Christ coming, uh, being born, and God sending his son uh, to die for the sins of man, him dying. Uh, the real question is, is, we've got to hit a break, is is are we approaching the, the end? And so more with Terry James after this. I'm Jeremy Scott, Into the Paranormal. This is Paranormal News. The capsule with the samples from the asteroid Bennu that was brought back last fall by NASA's OSIRIS-REx spacecraft contained quite the haul. At just over four ounces, that's more than double what was expected, and it's the largest asteroid sample ever collected in space. It took months to get the final stubborn fasteners off the capsule to access what was inside. Bennu is believed to be a remnant of the early solar system, and studying the samples could help unravel clues about early planetary development. Researchers will continue to analyze the samples, most of which will be sent to scientists worldwide. 
In another first-of-its-kind discovery, water molecules have been detected on the surface of two asteroids in space. Scientists use data from a now-retired telescope-outfitted plane. The asteroids Iris and Massalia are 124 miles and 84 miles in diameter with similar orbits. These discoveries are helping to reveal more about how water is distributed in our solar system. George Henry, Paranormal News. The White House has confirmed that it knows Russia is developing a weapon to target satellites in space. It is a potential one that we're taking very, very seriously. Is there a real danger of such a global conflict erupting into a third world war? Disease X is a term for a hypothetical illness. Disease X, a hypothetical virus 20 times deadlier than COVID-19. Anything happening is a matter of when. Not if. In relation to the scenario of prophetic events, end time events, that glorious rapture will take place. We don't have much more time. Everything in the world is happening right before your very eyes. Don't concentrate too hard, or you might get sucked into a black hole. Into the paranormal. Yeah, we'll have more on a, that black hole discovery next hour with George Henry in Paranormal News. Bible prophecy expert Terry James, our guest tonight across the USA. I'm Jeremy Scott into the pair of normal. So the question is, when is the end? We're talking about the end of the age. Uh, Terry, please continue your thoughts. Well, the the age of uh, grace, the age of, uh, the, I guess we'd call it the church age, the age when Christ came to uh, save mankind from their sins. Uh, till the time he died and so forth. And from that moment on until now, we've been in the church age, that dispensation, uh, when Christ is building his uh, church, that is, all believers who have been born again, who have accepted Christ as Savior and believed in his death, burial, and resurrection and accepted that and, and call him Savior, that is the church age, and that's what the church is. It's all believers during that age. And uh, this age, the age of grace, or church age, is going to end with the rapture of the church, and that is when uh, when all believers uh, go to be to Christ when he calls them, as we see in Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. He says, come up hither to John, the revelator, and uh, that is uh, just a picture of the church going to heaven. And uh, so uh, that's when the church age ends, and uh, then the tribulation, the last seven years of um, hell on earth begins. Uh, Daniel 70th week, uh, Daniel the prophet called it. It is a time of uh, a great uh, uh, judgment and wrath coming on the world with Antichrist uh, allowed to rule for a time, Antichrist being the son of Satan, as uh, most of the most of the world knows him, the son of perdition. And uh, so that's where we are right now. We believe we're just at the very near the time when Christ will call the church out in, the, in this matter called the rapture. The rapture that comes after the tribulation? No, before. Now, there's a lot of different opinions. I mean, there's, you know, viewpoints, uh, even among Bible scholars and, and good Bible scholars, when the rapture occurs. Uh, and some even, even believe it won't occur. But my perspective, my viewpoint, is pre-tribulation, that is, before the tribulation era, for those last seven years, uh, Christ will call the church out. We we believe that in part because uh, well Paul has talked about it in First Thessalonians chapter four and First Corinthians chapter fifteen, but Jesus Himself told John uh, in the Revelation that uh, He will keep His people, His children, His uh, God's children out of the very time of uh, that great tribulation. John chapter uh, Revelation chapter three verse ten. So uh, so we believe that the church will go out to be with Christ before the tribulation began called a pre-trib rapture yeah and so the rapture uh, means something different for believers and unbelievers right well you know you might remember the uh, series uh, left behind tim and lahey did uh with jerry jenkins it was a massive uh, a massive uh, fictional account but it was nonetheless based upon bible truth and uh, and yeah, those led, that's what it was about. People left behind when the, when the church leaves the earth and Christ calls it, 
uh, those who are left behind will be here to suffer through uh, the tribulation era, the last seven years of tribulation, because they have not uh, believed in the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ. So is there a time limit on this? Uh, say, if you are left behind, are you just left there forever? Well, uh, everybody here, most people who are left behind are going to die in the tribulation because it's going to be such a horrendous time of God's judgment and Antichrist's uh, reign and rule of terror. And we figure that at least uh, three-fourths of the, or at least two-thirds, maybe three-fourths of the world's population, according to the prophecies, uh, will die. But there will be millions of people, we believe, saved. In, in other words, they will become believers during this uh, during this tribulation era. They will most lose. Most of them will lose their head. The Bible says because uh, the Antichrist will um, will decapitate them, you know, by um, guillotine or whatever. They will um, they will be beheaded. The Bible says in chapter thirteen of Revelation. And so um, those left behind are going to face great uh, great trials, and those who believe will believe uh, in Jesus Christ and be saved forever, go to go into be with God for eternity when they are killed, when they die, uh, you know, they will still, uh, they will go through a lot of uh, a lot of terror before that happens. And um, so that's what we believe that the left behind is all about, is uh, there'll be massive numbers left behind. So uh, what is going to go on during this tribulation period that will make it so unbearable for everyone who is left behind? Well, of course, Revelation tells the book of Revelation, John, who was given the revelation by Jesus Christ himself and is uh, resurrected in, in uh, post-carnate uh, existence in heaven. He gave he gave John this revelation on Patmos as John was... Uh, Pat, uh, was um, he was put on Patmos and um, by uh, the emperor, and uh, he had this vision. And uh, Jesus told John to write of 21 specific judgments that's coming on the earth, a series of, um, of uh, seven scrolls and seven, uh, seven trumpets and seven bowls of wrath at the final. So a total of 21 judgments. From God, and all this time, the Antichrist himself will be ruling, and, and for a time, he'll be allowed to rule Satan's man, and um, and so there'll be things like uh, a great, a great, uh, a great um, body from heaven will fall into into the oceans and will kill most of the life in the oceans. It says there'll be tremendous uh, tsunamis and so forth. That's one of the judgments. Another, another uh, space type. Um, rock or something is going to hit the land and it's going to poison the waters. Whatever's in it is going to poison the waters, the Bible said. said all the, eventually, God is going to see to, like in Moses' time, when Pharaoh wouldn't let the people, the, the Jews go, the Israelites go, uh, God's going to turn the, as one of the plagues, is going to turn uh, blood, the water into blood. All the, all the oceans of the world will turn to a viscous material that will, again, kill all life in the in the sea and so forth. And uh, so there's a number of judgments that take place, and they become progressively worse from uh, from the first uh, scroll all the way through to the final bowl judgment when uh, God says the final one will be the greatest earthquake that ever occurred. And uh, the very last of the bowl judgments, the 21st judgment that comes, and there'll be 100 pounds hailstones fall from heaven. And uh, we believe they will fall at the time of Armageddon, just as before Christ is ready to come back uh, in the second advent uh, with all the saints of heaven to come back to put an end to war and all of the evil on earth. Uh, we believe there will be 100-pound hailstones will literally crush uh, the armies of the world as they're gathered at Armageddon to do battle, first of all with themselves, but when they see Christ coming through the blackness of uh, space with a... To radiant beam from heaven, uh, they will turn their weapons on Christ, and uh, he will simply speak the word, and uh, all the armies of the world will, I, I think, they'll literally explode. So a variety of cataclysmic events are in store for those left behind. Oh, yeah, it begins it begins rather, you know, small with the, with the opening of the scroll, and when the Antichrist were 
uh, rides forth. The, the, four, the four horsemen of the, the apocalypse is called in chapter 6 of Revelation. The first is um, rider on the white horse. It's, uh, it's the Antichrist. He'll come on the scene following the rapture. And he's followed by the red horse of war. There will be war that will break out on a global scale following, uh, following that. He will come on making a, a false peace offering false peace, but then war will shortly follow. I believe that part of that will be the Gog-Magog War, uh, which will be against Israel, the northern the northern group of, um, of um, nations, which are even now gathering exactly as God's word said they were above Israel. And we don't know when that attack is going to occur, but I believe it will be after the rapture of the church. So the red horse of war arrives secondly, and then the... Then the uh, the black horse of famine and starvation, which naturally follows in major war when there's a lot of a lot of uh, damage and devastation. Well, people starve to death; they don't they don't get uh, the sustenance they need. So that's the black horse of, uh, of of starvation and famine. And then the last horse, the chorus or pale horse, uh, like a pale green horse, like cadaverine car of cadaverine of a of a corpse that's decaying will be the last uh, the last of the four horsemen and the horses the horsemen on the horses and uh, and that will be much death and disease and everything from the all the bodies that are decaying and uh, and it'll be great death that will be on on the earth so is this going to be a supernatural event in which those uh, who believe uh, will be taken from this planet by some means? Well, it'll be supernatural, but it'll also be physical. Each uh, each person, Paul says that uh, we shall not all sleep. That means die. We shall not all sleep. Talking about believers in Christ and during the church age we were talking about. We shall not all sleep, or that means die. We shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. In other words, every believer that's ever believed in Jesus Christ will be changed in that moment in the twinkling of an eye, says. And that twinkling of an eye is an atomos, A-T-M-O-S, an atomos of time, which means that it's quicker than the, a light beam can enter the eye and strike the retina. And uh, that's even quicker than a blink of the eye. And so it says we will all be changed. In other words, um, this is, Paul said that this, this mortal cannot... Uh, go to heaven has to put on this this mortal um, cannot put on immortality uh, apart from this change so Christ is going to uh, cause the entire change of the body from earthly to heavenly one that's fit to go to heaven and no and believers will be with Christ instantaneously uh, when when this happens and it'll be a complete change of body everybody will have a supernatural body and they'll be perfect bodies they won't be subject to death anymore or disease and um, that's what we believe that uh, Paul teaches in in, uh, in his uh, uh, vision of the rapture and so forth is this uh, tied in with the second coming of Christ well it is in that it is uh, it is Christ's second coming is in two phases the first is the rapture the harpazo it says in the Greek it's a, it's a rapture in which uh, he calls all the church. And then church goes to heaven to be forever with God in heaven, and Jesus in heaven. Jesus is God, and God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And uh, and while the church is there, this hell on earth is taking place. And um, so what was your question again? Uh, is the rapture associated with the second coming of Christ? Yeah, 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 it is, yes, yeah. It is. And, and, yeah, and the second and the, and the, the second uh, phase of that is Christ's second advent, uh, the second coming back to earth. And in the uh, rapture, he comes above in the clouds. Paul says to call all to himself, all believers. In the um, in the second advent or second coming, he he comes through and he destroys all the armies at Armageddon, and then he touches down on the Mount of Olives and just outside of Jerusalem. And uh, he comes all the way to earth with his with all believers, is all the believers that have died over the years uh, and are, are with God, are God's children now. And uh, he comes back and touches down on the Mount of Olives. So there are two phases to, the, to that second coming, where they're tied together. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue our conversation. Terry James, our guest tonight, raptureready.com, his website, terryjamesprophecyline.com. I'm Jeremy Scott. Our conversation will continue with Terry James somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal right after this. Into the paranormal. 
Jeremy Scott, somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal. Uh, the Rapture Ready End Times News is at raptureready.com. They scan the internet to uh, post some of these headlines uh, that give you a sense of of the world in which we're living in. I, I know you read these headlines every day, Terry, and you probably get a sense uh, that this is uh, a pretty grim future in, in which we face. Well, yeah, it is. I, I, I wonder about your... Your statement somewhere between the the paranormal and the abnormal. What what is meant by the abnormal? Well, anything that is not normal, uh, which basically covers a lot. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean the the, um, the things we see uh, that we put in our news every every day is basically, uh, unfortunately, it's usually the dire dire sort because that is a world that is a truth about the world we live in. And uh, we believe this is a very strong, these things are very strong indicators of where we stand on God's prophetic timeline at the very end of this church age we were talking about. So the more things we see, particularly things involving Israel, for example, uh, things like that that we see, uh, we see that that we are approaching that uh, time of tribulation. We believe these, a lot of these things are like preparations for the tribulation era itself, some of these things we, we see developing. But before that happens, the rapture is going to preempt uh, believers having to go through it. So that's the reason we call ourselves rapture, rapture ready. Uh, how does one have to get rapture ready? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. That's it, basically. That's that's it. Uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you will... Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what uh, Paul, uh, the apostle, said. That's the way to the salvation of the soul for eternity. That's the way to be rapture ready, uh, to uh, to go to Christ when he calls. Whether you die or whether you are alive, Paul said. It was all the people who have believed and died. They were, Their bodies will instantly be put back together no matter where they are. And they've been dissolved in the sea. If they're believers, their bodies will be miraculously put back together in that in that twinkling of an eye moment. And Paul said, so shall we ever be with the Lord. And, um, you know, if, if God is God, then uh, people would say, well, this is too fantastic. Well, well, if God is God, he put if he hung the stars in space, we believe well, he can certainly do that without any problem at all. When it comes to interpretations of these eschatological events, uh, among Christians, does the in- interpretations, do they differ? Well, yeah, well, they do, as for, particularly as as, uh, as concerns timing. You know, like I said, there's a pre-trib, there's a mid-trib rapture. Some people believe that it will happen during the middle of the tribulation, a seven-year period. Some post-trib rapture, some believe it will be... Uh, at the end, and some believe that, uh, you know, believe in an amillennial uh, eschatology. In other words, Christ is not coming back at all. The, the world is going to get better and better as the church believers just make the make the world better and better. And anybody who believes that has to be a little bit abnormal, as you would say, because right. uh, because we, cert- we certainly don't see that. <laughs> so uh, these teachings are really not only just telling us how to live, but also how it will end. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, God's Word is truth. And uh, so far, I mean, I have dissected in my books, and, and many others have too, how everything is playing out precisely as God's, as God's Word, the Bible, who is Jesus, by the way. John, John wrote that uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and he went on to say that Jesus Christ is the Word. He's the one that hung the very stars in space. He was the creator of all that is. And he cannot lie, and uh, and we see things uh, rolling out eschatologically just exactly as the way he has said. And and Israel, I think, is 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 uh, probably the the key uh, the key assigned to look for. What would you say for the uh, the the upcoming generation uh, who look at this and hear this conversation and and believe that there is no hope? Well, that's the hope. Well, that's what Titus 2.13 says, the blessed hope. We're looking for the blessed hope in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from heaven. He is the hope. He's the only hope because otherwise God has to deal with sin and judge sin because uh, it came into the world back in Genesis 3, 
chapter three, you know, when Satan entered the garden and so forth, and uh, and uh, and man fell victim to sin, the sin infection, and uh, so all people are now uh, subject to sin. They must be saved, and God must deal with it. And that's hard. It's hard to deal yep. with. Uh, Listen. Right, we're going to take our top of the hour break with Terry James. Hold tight. We'll have more of our conversation after the news. Thank you for making Into the Parabnormal the number one podcast on TalkStream Live's Paranormal Radio app. You've definitely seen this show before. It's been on air since TVs were in black and white, since Walter Cronkite was reporting on polio and Ronald Reagan was addressing the AIDS crisis. For decades, this show has been rerun, rebooted, and recast with a new virus starring in the lead role. Every time the plot starts with a pathogen and the danger of infectious disease, there's panic, PCR tests, and face masks, and at the end, salvation in the form of vaccines. At this point, the story is a stale, well-trodden, tired cliche, and coronavirus is simply the latest spinoff. The good news is... It's the last one, the end of COVID, an online education to end every pandemic. After this, we can all turn off the broadcast. Finally, the show is over. Streaming now at paranormalradio.com slash COVID. There's a parallel universe, a veil that separates us from all we perceive. about to land somewhere into the fear of normal. From war to the uh, threats of a further conflict, even those involving nuclear and space-based weapons, and of course, how can we forget talk of another pandemic or a, uh, a disease X, as it's being called? Is all of this, has all of it been foretold? And have we either been uh, not giving it much clout, discounting it, just not paying attention to it, or is it uh, playing out uh, right on cue? You be the judge tonight. Our guest is uh, Terry James, biblical prophecy expert. Uh, 47 books, he says, that he has uh, either written or co-authored, talking about much of what we've discussed tonight on the program and I'm interested, uh, Terry, uh, since you wrote the book uh, along with Pete Garcia, The Disappearing Future Events That Will Rock the World, what do you feel about the intrusiveness uh, that we hear about on just about a daily basis through some of these news headlines? Well, I think, again, uh, God has told us uh, many, many, many years ago, and uh to the writers of the books that uh, these things were going to come to pass, that evil men and said, Paul wrote, for example, evil men and seducers will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. I think we've been under some of the greatest deception and in, in just in the, uh, uh, in America here, on, in, just in the political process, I believe we've seen great deception, and, and not only not just from one side, but from many sides. And, uh, and uh, you know, the power bases in Washington, they... They are, I believe, aligned with the power bases of the world, the globalists of the world, to uh, to form what um, what Paul called in Ephesians six twelve, uh, chapter six verse twelve, the powers and principalities and high places. And he's talking mainly there about uh, demonic uh, minions. I'm talking about satanic, fallen, angelic uh, minions, but also human minions, minions who have gladly. Uh, Gladly clumped on to uh, Satan's desire to uh, usurp the throne of God here on earth, and uh, and so we see all of these things developing. We see a, a globalist system that's uh, we see, I believe, tearing down this nation uh, every every trying to tear it down every day because it's the apex nation of the world. So far as um, 
of history so far as uh, accomplishments are concerned this country this country is its sovereignty is uh, about the only real sovereignty left on earth and uh, and uh, satan is, is fighting to destroy that and uh, so that all of these things can be prepared as we were talking about earlier for this tribulation era Satan, let me tell you something, Satan knows, uh, he believes in the rapture, and he believes, he knows it's coming, he doesn't know when, just like we don't, but he believes God's word, he knows God cannot lie, and I believe all this, uh, all this evil we see in the world today is preparation for that, uh, that tribulation era, including, uh, these pandemics and so forth, because it says that, uh, the fourth rider, uh, the third rider, uh, is, is, I mean, uh, the, the, the third and fourth rider, the, the black horse and the chorus horse, tells of a great pestilence that's coming upon the earth. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be exponentially worse uh, during that, that seven-year period than COVID ever was. Uh, so, and that's what we're hearing. All signs are pointing that there is something out there that is worse than COVID, uh, yeah. so, something manufactured. I should say as well. We'll call it X. Yeah, you know, they're calling it X, but uh, you know yeah. that just means unknown, <laughs> and uh, we don't know what it's going to be like. But uh, thank the Lord, uh, God's word says that the believer is not going to be here to suffer that ultimate disease, pestilence, and all these other uh, evil things that are coming upon the earth. But we do see, uh, I believe, we do see the preparation for what happens after the rapture. Well, was there a, a pre-rapture before the COVID pandemic, or or, or did did God let, uh, let those uh, individuals stay on Earth? I don't quite follow the question. Well, for um, instance, for instance, we mentioned a deadly pandemic, and you had mentioned that you know that that God wouldn't allow the the believers to stay on on the Earth. Well, uh, we're we're, talk, we're talking about physical death versus spiritual death. See. Spiritual death is, is eternity away from God because one has not believed in, in Jesus Christ for salvation. Now, that's, that's eternal death. That, that is, uh, that is uh, eternity because uh, we go on whether we, whether we uh, are believers or not. You go to one of two places, the Bible says, not me, I don't say that. The Bible says it. You either go to heaven or you go to hell. And uh, those people who died in not knowing Christ, who had COVID or whatever, if they died not knowing Jesus Christ, not accepting Christ, having that, and God says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, meaning redemption, reconciliation with him. So everybody gets a chance. God's but clear, just in. Clearly we're not saying here that those, even just because they believe that, 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 that they can't die from a pandemic. Oh, no. Uh, no, absolutely not. No, physical death is going to take place no matter what. Everybody who's ever lived has died, that except for Enoch, uh, the Bible tells us, and and, uh, and Elijah and uh, and Ezekiel apparently, because they were had some kind of a kind of a, a pre-rapture type thing, and in that Enoch walked with God, and he was not uh, God said he took him, and uh, Ezekiel was taken up by um, a fiery chariot, and so was uh, and so was Elijah, so. Um, like yeah, a UFO? people die. We could have been. It, well, it, may have, it was a supernatural UFO. If it wasn't, I don't, I don't believe for a minute in extraterrestrials. Uh, I believe I believe in, in extra-dimensionals, and that is God's, uh, the fallen the fallen angelic activity. I believe that, and I believe they disguise themselves as as uh, physical UFOs from other, other worlds and so forth. And uh, I think we're going to see, the world is going to see that. Uh, there's even a scripture for that in uh, Revelation chapter 12. It says that Satan and his uh, Lucifer and his uh, fallen angels are kicked out of heaven for the final time. And uh, I believe that uh, they're, at that time the world is going to experience a UFO uh, invasion because uh, the false prophet who is the Antichrist buddy in Revelation chapter 13 says that he can call fire down from heaven. And I believe that when uh, when Satan is kicked out of heaven for the final time, as said in chapter 12, well, this false prophet, this false religious man who is Antichrist's religious uh, sidekick, uh, he will be able to call fire down from heaven. And I believe these things coming down from heaven will be the fallen angels coming down to literally... Uh, take over on planet earth and uh, it says that you know we'll be under the inhabitants of the earth the bible says because satan knows he has but a short time 
and he is going to uh, wreak havoc upon the earth. That's another part of the tribulation era this last seven years. Almost uh, sounds like we're talking about chariots of the gods here. Well, um, I haven't read that particular uh, book, but uh, yeah, I think it had something to do with uh, with the angelic act, fallen angelic activity, the bad angels we might say who who rebelled in heaven in the original rebellion, and were kicked out of heaven, kicked the earth to earth. But they still Satan still has a, apparently still has a, a permission to come before God and says accuse the brethren meaning all believers he can still come and accuse us when we sin and uh, uh so that that will all end at some point but church of the god i think god probably has something you know i haven't read the book but could have something to do with it so uh satan's grasp uh, still as strong as it's ever been or maybe stronger well, it's getting stronger because God is allowing. See, God is uh, the Holy Spirit. There's God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit. They're Trinity. They're one God, but they're three persons. We don't understand that, but that's what the Bible says, so we believe it. And um, and so uh, the the third person, the Holy Spirit, God. You know, he's he's God in his his omnipresence. Otherwise, he's everywhere at the same time. That's God, the Holy uh, Holy Spirit, and he restrains. He's called the restrainer in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 by the Apostle Paul. He's called the restrainer. Right now he's restraining evil on this earth. He's, he has kept all this time a uh, Satan leash on a leash, so to speak. He's not able to do all the things he wants because God is restraining. But there come a time when God will uh, take the church and the, 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 the restrainer, the Holy Spirit, when a person believes in Christ for salvation, the Holy Spirit, God says, like at Pentecost, came to dwell within all believers. He came to live within believers, be part of the, the very physical makeup and the spiritual makeup of each human being who believes. And it is through the church that uh, that the restrainer works to hold back evil, uh, all believers, because uh, we we don't we are against uh, evil, uh, and, and God uh, God uses the church and the Holy Spirit to hold back evil, the restrainer. But one day when the rapture occurs, all of the church is gone. The the restraining influence on this world will be gone when when Christians leave this earth and go to heaven. And so Satan will then have a reign on this earth, and he will bring to power his Antichrist and eventually indwell that man. So uh, Satan is is doing so through uh, demons and fallen angels uh, and allowing them to infiltrate the, the body and the soul and the mind. Well, he, to the to the degree that God will allow, but not the believer. They, he is the believer in Christ cannot be indwelled by these uh, demons. But yeah, demonic possession uh, does happen, uh, but only to the extent that the restrainer, the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit allows. He will not allow Satan and his minions to have full reign yet. What do you think that uh, about God's Son and the Holy Spirit when they say that that they're just talking about the same entity? Well, yeah, God, God is the Holy Spirit is God. Jesus Christ, the Son, is God, and and God the Father is God. They're all one. The Bible says they're the Trinity. It's what's called the Trinity, and uh, and the Holy Spirit is God in His omnipresence. In other words, He's everywhere at the same time. And um, you know, Jesus was when He came to Earth, He chose to be in the flesh, to to take on flesh, human flesh, so that He could. He could uh, present God in the flesh so people could see God in the flesh, because no man has looked upon God the Father and lived, the Bible says. So Jesus came, and when he left, he went back to being fully deity and fully man when he was here. But he went back to heaven, and of course, uh, is in his his, uh, full deity as the Son of God. He's no longer on earth as a fleshly person when he was resurrected from the dead and went back to be with god the father the holy spirit he jesus said if i go he told his disciples i will send i will send the the uh, the, the spirit he would send the holy spirit and he did at a place called pentecost acts chapter 2 we read about uh, where the holy spirit the, the believers were worshiping there a large crowd of believers in jerusalem and the holy spirit god the god the holy spirit came as tongues of fire, the Bible says, and indwelt all believers, and every believer during the church age since that time, when they believe in Christ, they are instantaneously indwelt by the Holy Spirit. All right, hold that thought. We're at the break point. Terry James, my guest, and we'll continue after this. 
This is Paranormal News. The fastest growing black hole ever to form has been discovered by researchers at Australian National University. It's at the center of a galaxy with a supermassive black hole and has a mass of 15 to 20 billion times that of our sun and growing exponentially. Associate Professor Christian Wolf tells ABC News Australia the black hole eats as much mass in a single day as the sun and all the planets combined. This is almost 20% or a quarter of the mass of our entire Milky Way galaxy. The quasar in which the black hole resides is said to be the brightest object in the universe, bright enough to be seen with a backyard telescope. Not much is known about what's inside a black hole, although it's said that nothing can escape because of the gravity beneath its surface known as the event horizon, which acts as a boundary for all matter that makes up a black hole. George Henry, Paranormal News. Navigating troubled waters tonight, I'm Jeremy Scott into the pair of normal talking with Terry James, biblical prophecy expert, raptureready.com and terryjamesprophecyline.com where you can get more information about his uh, life of work. Really appreciate him coming on to to share some of his, is what I told him uh, off the air, uh, wisdom. See, uh, Terry told me, well, he knew it was my birthday today, and so he very kindly wished me a, a happy birthday when, when I first got him on the line off the air. And uh, I, I told him I was 41 years old, and he kind of chuckled and said that uh, he was he had much more years than I did. And, of course, he told us on the air that, that he's 81, so he's got 40 on me. And uh, I, I called that wisdom, Terry. Well, thank you very much, and I still wish you a happy birthday, and I hope you have a great one the rest of it. Absolutely, and I appreciate it. Since we don't have much more than just a few minutes, I'll give you the floor right now in case there are any points uh, in closing that you'd like to make to the audience. I would. I would like to. Um, I would like to invite them to accept Christ as their Savior because He is the blessed hope, the only great hope we have. Jesus Himself. Uh, you know, they, people say, "Well, you know, what about the Buddhists? What about the Muslims? What about everybody else?" They believe uh, that they have the way. Well, again, it comes down to a matter of belief. Jesus said this. He didn't say, "I am a way." Jesus said, and, uh, and you look it up in John chapter six. Uh, uh, John chapter 14, verse 6, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, that means no person, nobody, uh, comes to the Father. It means goes to heaven except through me, meaning Jesus Christ. He came to die for the sins of the world, and he's the only way to salvation. And I I uh, perfectly hope uh, many people will, will get into the Word of God and, and, and think about that. So I was going to ask you, you know, is is God himself uh, an extraterrestrial? But you told us you don't believe in extraterrestrials. No. You consider them extra dimensionals, which is uh, exactly. which yeah. which is something totally different. Uh, so yes, is God an extra dimensional? I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that God did not create other worlds. It, that's very possible that He did. But all things involving the Bible uh, that we know about, that's extra-dimensional. That, that's God himself, and, and he's outside of time. You know, we, man is given time as a linear timeline, but uh, God is outside of time. He, he has no beginning. He has no end. It's, he's he'd been here forever. We don't understand that. That's an infinite concept uh, that our finite minds cannot wrap around, and among many others, uh, infinite concepts. But uh, that's uh, it's, it's a matter of faith. That's what God's Word says. It's a matter of faith to believe in Christ and to believe in Him. Terry, really appreciate uh, you coming on the program. Again, tell the audience about your websites and your books and how they can uh, get in touch with you. I appreciate the opportunity. You can go to rapturity.com or terryjamesprophecyline.com. Rapturity.com uh, uh, is the largest Bible prophecy website on the net. It's in, uh, thousands and thousands of articles, and we welcome everybody. I appreciate you so much uh, coming on. 
Thank you, sir. Have a great uh, rest of your birthday. I appreciate that very much, Terry James. Very, very kind. I do uh, feel it is an absolute pleasure to be on the air with you every night and to be sharing some of these messages with you. All you have to do is have an open heart and an open mind, and that can really go a long way, and that's all we ask when you tune in into the paranormal. From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, I'm Jeremy Scott. Until we meet again, good night, and God bless. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.